0: Okay, we're at the top of 36. A Lamed vav amud aleph, and we're in the middle of talking about when is it that we say a the blessing of borei pri who created the fruit of the tree. borei When do we say that on olive oil? Because the Mishnah had said that you say that blessing on olive oil, and we're now wondering when is it specifically, in which specific case do you make such a blessing on olive oil? So we're at one, two, three, four lines down from the top. Second word on the line, Hacha So here what are we dealing with? What is the scenario in which you say a bore priha's on olive oil? So we had mentioned last time that um, there's this almost like beet soup in which you put a lot of olive oil. So what we're saying right now is this time you put even extra olive oil into the stew into the soup because your throat is hurting you and apparently gargling olive oil um, helps uh, soothe your throat now on shabbos you are actually not allowed to take medications for minor types of ailments Um, you're not allowed to take medications so What we're referring to here is a case where instead of you just swallowing olive oil, now swallowing just olive oil um, would, right? So just swallowing olive oil is considered dangerous um, because of its harmful side effects. So you obviously aren't gonna do that. And to gargle it and then spit it out, that looks, that is very obvious then, that you're doing this olive oil gargling as a way to soothe yourself, as a medication, and therefore it would not be allowed on Shabbos. So in order for it to be allowed on Shabbos in this rabbinic decree against taking forms of medication, it has to be where it's not completely apparent that you're doing it for medical reasons. And therefore the case is, is where you put a lot of olive oil into the anigron, into this beet stew soup, and then you drank it down. But because you had so much olive oil in it it becomes the primary ingredient it becomes the primary part of this soup and therefore you make a blessing on therefore the blessing that you make on this soup is the one for the olive oil and the blessing that the mishnah tells us to make is baray priya who created the fruit of the tree ditanya like we learned in a brisa. we learned this in a brisa, that um soothing yourself this way on shabbos is allowed If somebody has, um, their throat is uh, hurting them. You cannot pour oil on your throat or down your throat on Shabbos and spit it out, as we explained already. However, you are allowed to put a lot of oil into the anigron and then swallow it. um, And then swallow it. And we're saying that that is the scenario in which you would say, Borei Priha'etz. And then we ask Pshitav. And then we say, but it's obvious. It can't be that that is the scenario where we are being told that you say who created the fruit of the tree um, in this scenario where you have more olive oil than the soup. And that's where you would say it. Because that's obvious. It's obvious if the oil is the primary ingredient. There's more oil than soup. Then you make the blessing on the oil and it's also obvious that the blessing that you make on oil is who created the fruit of the tree so in which so so if that's the case there's no novelty to this teaching and why did they bother teaching it then they must have been referring to a case in which this teaching would be a novelty so the answer it follows mahu tema? you may have thought de the being that you are only swallowing that oil for medical reasons so you're not doing it for pleasure or for benefit rather just for medical reasons you may have thought that you're not going to make a blessing on it at all therefore we teach you being that you still do get pleasure from it you have to make a blessing on it so it's not so much the blessing that you make being the novel idea that you make a blessing of who created the fruit of the tree the novel idea is, is that you still make a blessing, even though your primary intent is for medical reasons. You still make the blessing because of um, there certainly is a pleasure that you derive from it. Okay, so now we're going to go further. We're on the first two dots on Lamid Vav and on 36a. We're going to teach a ruling where the, pa- the last ruling will be associated. Kim Um So you have oh, wheat flour. Well, what is the blessing on it? Rav Yehuda Amar Baripiadama. Rav says that you make a who created the fruit of the ground on this blessing, on this um on wheat flour if you're just eating it straight. Rav Nachman Omar. And Rav Nachman said, and Rav Nachman says, The blessing you make is blessed be you, Lord our God, um, for whom everything was created in His word. Okay, so that's the that's the argument. When we talk about flour from wheat, although at this point the thinking is is that the blessing that you make on wheat itself is who created the fruit of the ground. When it's processed like this, what is the blessing? Rev Yehuda says you still say who created the fruit of the ground, and um, Rav Nachman says that you actually say the more generic blessing of whose um, of uh, everything came to be through God's word. That's what—that's uh, the argument that we've have here. So Rav said to Rav Nachman, to Rav Nachman, don't argue with Rav Yehuda, who said that you still make the blessing of the fruit on the ground. Because we see that both Rav Yehuda and Shmuel hold like Rav Yehuda. Where do we see this? The Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, because Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel. On olive oil, we make the blessing of who created the fruit of the tree. In other words, just like the olive itself, the blessing is who created the fruit of the tree. So too, once it's processed into olive oil, you still make the same blessing of who created the fruit of the tree. So we would assume then that when it comes to flour as well, just like on wheat itself, you say who created the fruit of the ground. So, too, when it's processed and it becomes wheat, uh, flour, you would also say, who created the fruit of the ground. So, Alma Afogav, because we see, Afogav de Ishtani, even though the thing was changed, so it changed from an olive to olive oil. bemilse Ka'i, it still has its original status when it comes to the blessing. Hachanami, so, too, here, Afogav de Ishtani, even though the wheat changed into flour. It should also retain its original status and therefore still make the blessing of who created the fruit of the ground, just like Rav Yehuda said. So then we say, no, me dummy. Are these two scenarios really, really, um, really similar? Hasam Leslie Iluya achrina. In the case of the oil, there's no more improvement that can be done. The oil is that final product. Um, and therefore, because it's the final product, it's considered very significant. And if it's significant, the generic blessing of shahakol Niyah bidvaro, that everything came about through God's word wouldn't do the trick, because that's that's um, that's this type of thing of significance will still retain its original status when it comes to its blessing. Hacha, but here in the case of the wheat of the flower, isle iluya achrina bipas. It still has another improvement and that is to be made into bread so it really is insignificant and therefore it will not retain its original status as far as the blessing is concerned and therefore it wouldn't be crazy to suggest that although on the wheat itself you say who created the fruit of the ground Ha'adama, um, on the flour you would say for whom everything came about through his word now we're going to ask on this. Now wait a minute. Just because it has another improvement, does that mean that we're not going to say a uh, who created the fruit of the ground? Rather, we're going to say shahako uh, everything came about through his word. Dinner of Zera say in the name of Rav Masna, in the name of Shmuel, that Akara the Kimcha that both on a raw pumpkin and on barley flour in those two instances you actually say you say for everything came about through his word so my love so now seemingly the inference is um that it's barley flour which you make a shahakolan on but the chiti but something that's more significant like wheat flour you would say the same blessing as its original status and therefore you would say who created the fruit of the ground. Wouldn't that be the inference here? So we say, no, no that, that is not the inference. Because really on wheat flour as well, we say but then obviously the question is but if that's the case, that on wheat flour you say then why didn't that brisa say that on raw pumpkin on on wheat flour you say shahakal and if it would have said that you say shahakal on wheat flour then all the more so on barley flour which is less significant you'd certainly say shahakal so why did it teach it as barley flour you say shahakal it should really and therefore have confusion when it comes to wheat flour should have just taught the lesson by wheat flour that you say shahakal and then for sure in the case of barley flour you would say shahakal so we answer as follows, if all we had taught about was wheat flour that there you say shahako Hava Amina I may have thought I may have thought that that is only the case when it comes to wheat flour that you say shahako but I may have thought that when it comes to barley flour you actually don't make a blessing at all because it's seriously insignificant. Kamash Milan. Therefore, we had to teach it as barley flour, and we had to teach you that barley flour you actually do make a blessing. And um, but that does not mean there's no no inference to be made, and it certainly can be that on wheat flour as well you only say shahako. Now we're gonna ask, but wait a minute, would you really have had any thought that on barley flour you don't make a blessing at all? Umi Garami v'zomis. Is is barley flour? I'm sorry. Is barley flour any less significant than salt and brine? Because we learned in a Mishnah, al both on salt and on brine. Omer shahakol You say shahakol. You say the blessing of shahakol. And if you say shahakol on salt, you certainly would be saying shahakol on barley flour, because there's no way that salt is more significant than barley flour. So how could you tell me that there would have even been an initial thought that on barley flour you make no blessing at all? So then we say no, it's derech. No, it was necessary. You still had you had to teach that barley flour needs a blessing, because you may have otherwise thought that it doesn't. Salchol daita because you may have said as follows. This may have entered your mind. You may have said that when it comes to salt or brine, someone may just throw a little bit of salt in their mouth or a little bit of brine in their mouth um, just, as a, you know, just as a little snack, just as a little morsel of food. But when it comes to barley flour, being that barley flour, raw barley flour on its own is very bad for your intestines, you may have thought that you wouldn't make a blessing on it at all if you're eating it by itself therefore we teach you being that there is a certain amount of pleasure that you do get from it it does need a blessing but it would have been legitimate to have had an original thought that to originally have thought that barley flour does not need a blessing okay now we're going to talk about palm shoots Torah, these are palm shoots. Um, So these are the branches, basically, um, of palm trees. And um, I guess they start out as soft, and then they get harder and harder. On palm shoots, you actually make the blessing of who creates the fruit of the ground. And Shmuel says, no, you say the more generic blessing of everything came about through his word. Rabbi Yehuda, amar Rabbi Yehuda says you make the blessing of Bore who created the fruit of the ground because these shoots are fruit of this tree. Amar. Um, and Shmuel says Shahakol you actually say, only say Shahakol. because it will end up becoming hard and becoming inedible. And therefore we wouldn't consider this as a fruit and therefore you say the more generic blessing. Omerle Shmuel Rabbi Huda, but then Shmuel turned to Rabbi Huda, who was a student, and said, "Shinana And he said, You sharp one. Like, what you're saying actually makes a lot of sense, that you would say, Barei pari ha'adama anet, That you would say, the blessing of who created the fruit of the ground. <clears throat> Why is what he said logical? <clears throat> because we know in a case of a radish, a radish eventually does get hard. Um, and yet, you still say the blessing of who created the fruit of the ground. So, so too, when it comes to a shoot. Right now, it's soft, even though it one day will come hard and <coughs> become edible. Right now, just like the radish, you should say, Bore priya who created the fruit of the ground. Now, the truth is, though, is that Shmuel comparing the radish and the shoot, the palm shoot, is actually not a good comparison. Why? It's not insha of the fogla. Because when it comes to a radish, The reason someone plants a radish is to eat that radish, that soft radish. Dikla, but when you plant a palm tree, lo nutti in shia to the kora, you're not planting it in order to be able to eat the shoots. You're planting it to be able to eat the other fruit that comes off of a palm tree, like the dates, but certainly not the shoots. And therefore, it is not considered very significant, the shoots themselves, and therefore they only need a more generic blessing of shehakol. Now we're asking, Now are you going to tell me though that anytime you plant something and it's not with the intent of a specific offshoot of that plant, of that plant, of that, of that what you planted, are you going to tell me that you don't make the same blessing on it? You don't make the blessing that the intended fruit um, have? But rather you say, or rather you say, just that the most generic of blessings that everything came about through his word. The haret slough. But wait a minute. What about um, the caper bush? Denoti in shiadaita Fercha, where people plant it um, with the intention of getting the, the berries, the caper berries, which that's why why you intend to. Yet, utnan, yet we still learned in a b'risa. Um, we, learned in a, we learned in a mishnah, I'm sorry. Almine Nitzba, when it comes to different types of um, offshoots that come from the caper bush, Alhe hatsmaros such as the leaves or on the dates that come from a caper bush, the date-like uh, fruits that come from a caper bush, Omer Bre Priadama, you actually say the blessing of who created the fruit of the ground, and on the berries and on the husks, Omer Bre you say the blessing of who created the fruit of the tree. So, what do we see? We see that even though it wasn't the intention while planting to have, you didn't plant this caper bush to get these, um, the leaves and the date like things and other types of outgrowth, yet you don't make the generic blessing of Shahakol niabid Varo on those parts, rather, you make a Bore priyadama who created the fruit of the ground. So, This seems to be against what um, what Shmuel had felt, that if it's not the intended thing, you make the most generic of blessings. So, Rav Nachem R'Yitzchak says, that's not a good proof. Because in a case of capers, in the caper bush, um, people actually do plant it with the intention of having anything, with eating everything that comes from it, not just the berries. Dikla, but when it comes to the palm tree, you do not plant a palm tree with the intention of eating the soft shoots. That's just not what you do. And therefore, it's different. And therefore, in the case of the shoots, all you make on it is the generic blessing of Shehakol. And even though we see that Shmuel praised Rav Yehuda for his opinion and his thinking which he felt on a shoot you would say, Bore Priha who created the fruit of the ground. That you only say Shahakol, that you say whose um, through whose word um, everything was created. Okay. Am Rav You know what actually let's uh let's stop here. This is uh all very these are all very intricate laws in blessings and actually there's a lot of very important stuff here that we especially what we just learned and will continue to learn that tell us a lot about the laws of blessings and when to make blessings and which blessings to make. So we will uh, stop here for today. Have a great week.